Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, and welcome to the OFNT Podcast. I'm the resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. And the podcast, at least for me, is the new tech. Hope you guys are all doing well out there. Recovered from Thanksgiving and getting ready for the Christmas and New Year's onslaught. I'm having a weird holiday season so far. I've injured myself at work and have been doing nothing but filing paperwork and going to doctors. Got a couple more appointments coming up, but hopefully I'll be back on my feet by the holiday. Not after, hopefully before the holiday. What this injury has taught me is it's time for me to retire. I can't perform my job like I used to, and I definitely don't recover as fast as I used to from injuries. So I guess this is God's way of saying it's time to hang up the boots. Well, there's not much tech talk uh, this week because it's the holiday season and all the big announcements have come before. So what I'm going to do is just go over some notes I had, uh, stuff I wanted to get to in other episodes but didn't get a chance to. It seems the Alphabet company, which is Google's parent company for now anyway, has is, is under investigation for the way they handle sexual harassment cases. Now here's my opinion, based on my experiences, on how to solve the so-called hashtag MeToo problem. This goes for tech and other industries. When I first joined the military, it was when women were starting to join the military also. They came in droves. But of course, most of these women were enlisted. So there were hardly any, I don't recall seeing any senior NCOs that were female and definitely no officers that were female at first. So what happened was the women started sleeping with the higher-ranking NCOs, and all havoc broke loose. This lasted a couple of years. And by havoc, I mean women were being excused from additional duties. In the military, everybody has additional duties besides your regular job. An example of this is if it snowed, enlisted people had to go out, lower-ranking enlisted people had to go out and shovel it. Well, I was a member of the Unit Advisory Council, which you had a meeting with all the, the senior NCOs and, and, and the uh, commander. 
and uh, you'd bring up things that people had were complaining about. They submitted it to you. You you added it in front of this committee. One of these things was, of course, the snow removal. And I brought it up to the commanders. Why are there no females on the snow removal duty roster? And he looked puzzled and asked the exec officer, that's a good question. You know, why aren't there any females on snow removal duty? And the exec officer answered, well, I put them on the list, but they were removed by their supervisors and replaced with men. So, thinking I'd scored a major victory here, and that for sure this would change things, the commander said, huh, next question. And that was the end of that. Things like this went on for a couple of years, but finally they had recruited enough females to be officers. And once they got down to the lower levels, they cracked down on this. And they were included eventually in all the additional duty rosters. And as things opened up, as far as what jobs they can do, they are now part of all jobs. The point of this story was, once women got into a position of authority, they cracked down on their fellow women. And this is really needed because most men just won't do this. So that would solve the Me Too, hashtag Me Too problems we see in industries today. Put more women in upper and even lower management positions. The next thing I'm going to talk about is China has been investing a lot of money in Hollywood. Actually, they're influence peddling. Now they're getting to call the shots because they have the money. Some of the movies I watch on Netflix and the other streaming services are nothing but a propaganda piece for the communist, and I emphasize communist, Chinese government. In those movies, China saves the world, China can do no wrong, and it's starting to bother me. So I'm starting to watch more European-made movies. They, they don't seem to be suffering from this phenomenon at this moment anyway. But something's got to be done to reel this in. And that, again, is my opinion. I've got to make a correction of what I stated uh, in the last episode. I stated that MacCast Weekly was the podcast I was having problems listening to. But actually, MacCast is a great podcast, and I have no problems with it. It's Mac Break Weekly, not MacCast. Mac Break Weekly that I'm starting to have a problem with. A podcast that I was enjoying was the Bellingcat podcast. Bellingcat is, if you don't know, an organization. I, th I think they're out of uh, England, but I, th I think they go Europe-wide that investigates things that uh, mostly right now they're on the Russian intelligence, and, but they investigate all intelligence matters. They're a civilian uh, operation. But the problem with the, with this podcast is the last episode was August 20th. And the one before that was a couple of weeks before that, I think. But uh, 
They're leaving me hanging. I don't like it. I'm listening to a lot more podcasts these days because I'm just tired of watching TV. Everything's about impeachment and stuff like that. So I'm getting very tired of regular TV. And I've just about watched every movie I want to watch. Hopefully, a new batch will come out for the holidays. Like I stated before, it is the holiday season, so there's not much going on. And so this podcast will probably be a little short on content because with my injury, I really couldn't research things like I usually do. So instead, I'm just going to freestyle it. Now, the thing I added to my podcast setup was a Fethead, a Triton Fethead. I think they're out of uh, the Netherlands. And what they manufacture are preamps for microphones. If you have a dynamic microphone, you just stick this in the back, and it'll increase your gain by about 20 dBs, what I'm finding. I don't think it adds any sound, but my ears are shot. So I can tell you if it colorizes the audio at all. And if you're in a noisy environment like I am, you definitely need one of these to pump up the gain on your dynamic mic. You should be using a dynamic mic. I'm recording this on a Monday, and it sounds like there's a caravan of trucks going by the back of my house. I don't know why it's so busy. I guess the Monday or it's a Monday. I don't know. Anyway, the Fedhead costs about $80, so it's more reasonable than the famous cloud lifter. And I don't know what differences uh, between them as far as sound coloration. I've seen the comparison tests on YouTube, but I, uh, I couldn't tell. These ears couldn't tell the difference. The cloud lifter goes for about $150. It's made in America, though, so I guess there's that. Uh, another advantage to the Fethead is... You don't need an extra XLR cable, being it just plugs in right to your mic, and then you plug in the XLR cable right into the back of the Fedhead. I think it's a great design. I'm sure it's patented. Another uh, preamp, or as they call it, mic booster, is the Durham Cathedral Pipes. They go for about $65 on their website. So I'd like to get a hold of one of these uh, to test it out. See how it sounds. Are you listening, Santa? That would make a good uh, stocking stuffer. Well, enough about tech. I'm going to tell another story about the UK. This uh, concerns a pub I used to go to. My friend and I, Rick, we moved downtown. We couldn't afford to live near the base because our salaries were so low. So we moved out to a village about, I guess it was about 20 miles away called Chipping Norton. They pronounced it Chippy Norton, but it was spelled Chipping Norton. And it was outside that city, actually, in a village called Little Compton. And they had a pub called the Red Lion. Now, if you've never seen the movie American Werewolf in London, there's a pub scene in there that you should watch. When they first start going around, I think they're in rural England also where we were living, 
and they stop by a pub and see the reaction of the locals. That's exactly the reaction me and my friend Rick got. If you don't know, the pubs, which is short for pub stands for public house, it's short for public house, has two sides. You've got one side that's for everybody. You just walk in there and it's very nice. Got a fireplace, all that rustic, you know, Tudor, Tudor ceilings and, and, uh, you know, they, they got the lager on tap, you know, and all the liquor is displayed just like a, a U.S. bar almost. But there's another side of a pub that I didn't even notice, but Rick did because he heard voices and he looked through the bar and he saw people on the other side seemingly having a better time than the time we were having on the regular side. This is after like three or four visits to this pub. So me and Rick, we went around the back, and sure enough, there was another entrance. And we walked in, and everything stopped. Everybody stopped talking. They all stared at us. And we, you know, we were nervous. We looked around. We went up to the bar, and we ordered some beer. Now, back in this time, English people were drinking their local brewed beer, which they called bitter beer because it had no carbonation. It was cheap. I never cared for it. And the lager they usually had on tap was like Carling's Black Label. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that, but it used to go for like a dollar a, a case, you know, back in that, those days around here when they did have it. And it was just a horrible beer. And it, on tap, it... There was some improvement, but it wasn't wasn't great. Anywho, that's where the dartboard was also in the back. They didn't have one up in the front of the pub. So we went up to, after ordering our beers, We the only people that would talk to us were the hosts of the public house, a couple named Kay and Lionel. And for at least two or three visits, nobody would talk to us. They would even look at us, you know. And so Rick told uh, Lionel, hey, you know, these people don't really talk to us. And Lionel said, eh, we're kind of new. We've been here a year, and they don't really talk to us either. Wow. So to change that, I didn't think of any of this stuff. This is Rick. They had a local soccer, as they called it, football pool. And so we started participating in that, and that got, a, got, got us some, some reaction especially when Rick started winning. They were getting mad. All the money is where the money goes, they said, you know, like we were some kind of rich people. And uh, then we started, uh, you know, chat, chatting with some of them. And the only other guy that would, that would talk to us was a English Hells Angel. He was part of the Hells Angels organization, and he'd stop by there, to, you know, and have a beer, and, and he was very friendly to us. As a matter of fact, our first Christmas over there, we needed a Christmas tree, and they didn't sell them in England at that time. So we mentioned this to Dave, was the Hells Angels guy's name, that Dave, you know, we'd, we'd like a Christmas tree. And he said, okay, give me a, a bottle of Old Granddad, which I mentioned in my previous episode, and I'll get you a Christmas tree. All right. Oh, well, one Saturday morning, we hear somebody yelling, oi, oi, outside uh, our house. We look, and there's old Dave with, a Christmas tree it was a pine tree that he had cut down somewhere. <laughs> so we gave him the bottle of old Daniel and uh, we had ourselves a Christmas tree. Anyway, back to the pub. It was a good, I think three months before they started really talking to us. Rick got involved with one of the girls there, you know, and uh, 
some of the younger people started talking talking to us. And there's one guy I remember named Fred. Now he had what they called a Cockney accent. I couldn't understand it. And when we talked, I'm sure he couldn't understand me either. For all I know, he was calling me an asshole, and I was agreeing with him. And for all he knew, I was calling him an asshole, and he was he was agreeing with me. We were both speaking English, if you can believe that. Another way that we ingratiated ourselves with him is we started playing darts, and we sucked. And they were beating us all the time. But eventually, we caught up with some of their lower talented members, and we started beating them too. But it was all good fun. Uh, about a year after after we moved there, Rick decided we should move closer to Oxford, England. And so we didn't renew our lease. And before we left, we threw a party. We bought, we raided the Class Six store. We, liquor was rationed over there because of the black market. I don't even know if they have that anymore. So well, booze was really cheap at that time for, for GI. So we bought bottles of champagne and cases of lager beer, and they loved it. They loved the lager beer. I think we changed them on that. I think now in England they, they drink primarily lager beer now. So we left uh, we, we, we left feeling good about them, and I'm sure they, they liked us by the time we left. But it was weird that uh, the reaction we got from those folks the first time we walked into the what they call the local side of the pub. And later on, seeing that American Werewolf in London movie, I got a kick out of that because that was really true. That's the reaction you'll get, or you used to get, if you walked into the local side of a pub, especially in rural England. From Chippy Norton, we moved to a village called Horse Path, which was on a hill that overlooked Oxford. It was a beautiful house. It even had a name, Tudor Lodge. I'll tell stories about that in the next episode. Another thing about Chippy Norton, though, I used to go into town and buy records. They were cheaper there than they were on the base for some reason. Maybe they were bootlegs, I don't know. But uh, it was a small recording studio where a lot of Heavy metal bands, not Black Sabbath. Only Black Sabbath ever recorded there. It was Chippy Norton Studios, and uh, I know Judas Priest recorded there, so that was that was kind of cool. While I enjoyed Chippy Norton, Oxford awaited, and that was a blast living in that city or outside that city. A lot of nightlife. It was it was a combination of uh, factory workers, college kids, and a few idiot GIs like Rick and myself. He sure called that one right. He knew we had to move, and we did. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see you hopefully next week. I'm not sure yet if I'm going to put out an episode next week. We'll see how it goes. This is Christmas week. So be well and get off my lawn.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 